Welcome to our new podcast, Into the Mirror, where we're on episode five, The Law of Vibrations. My name is Alexander, and this is my co-host, Brody. Brody, how are you doing today? I'm wonderful. The Law of Vibration is its a very special, special thing that the universe is, and I am really excited to talk about it, truthfully. Yeah, Law of Vibration is way cool. I uh, think... People don't always recognize it, like, or I think people do see it every day in their life. I know they do. Whether they recognize it occurring or not is them. But for me, the law of vibration, people might say manifestation or law of attraction or law of assumption is another one. Like, pretty much that what you believe, like, you bring into your heart and mind, whatever, consistently, it gets mirrored back to you, manifested back to you, and you're. 3d reality in a way um that's kind of how i perceive it on a very basic level yeah and i see it as the law of vibration everything vibrates at a particular frequency our cells included everything in the universe and this is how things um it's the magnet you know there's the magnet within all of this and it, it magnetizes things towards you Absolutely. I, um, yeah, I was vibration. It's, it's very where the, the frequency, the resonance of objects and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. I've learned a lot about, um, signals and frequencies just because I grew up, um, honestly, my dad, before he passed away, had a company called digital scientific. It was dealing with Wi-Fi before we all had Wi-Fi. So I had Wi-Fi in my home when I was like in the early, late nineties, early two thousands. And he taught me the scientists, a lot about frequency and towers and i find it weird that i learned a lot of that from my dad who himself was not very actually techie it was more charismatic business and mm-hmm. used tech but he didn't know it that well himself like so i have all those like weird lessons of resonance in how like carrier signals carry it works but first i'm going to share my story of the toad and um because it's a funny weird story and i think people might um get a feel for vibration and it goes kind of like this in the mystic ways the mystics teach this that the inside world and the outside world are the same and Mm -hmm. they're not separate right and separate and the other thing is that the name of something the word is the same as a thing is the same as the symbolic it's all the same fractal kind of thing so what i mean is if i say red say red i see the word red i see the color red i see all these things associated with red in my un- uh, you know it brings that to me it doesn't and the more focused the vibration the more detailed type of red i manifest and it sounds weird but the more you put this out the um the more the vibration becomes a reality so it's kind of like i'm speaking my whole universe into existence right i throw the words out there and they're thrown out as an echo and they come back to me receiving that vibration that I may have manifested or vibrated out who knows what time ago, right? Because time and space are a funky thing. But um, that's like the basic, uh, like mystic version and what they say. But there is the scientific stuff with this now that modern science is what we've got, right? Like, you know, Joe Dispenza, right? Mm-hmm. You studied him. Yep. So. When I was in, when I was in um, DOC, I was in a, actually my favorite of all the prisons I went to, it was just 
I got moved a lot, and I believe I got moved to this place, honestly, just to meet my friend Travis. When, you know, you know Travis. And because I was moved to a less strict yard called Trinidad, and which, that you know, means Trinity, funny. Um, and we were there, and it was like a moment of reprieve. It was like a month of I was safe. I was out of the other CMRC, which was a very hellish prison. So I was just grateful to be at a place without a kill fence, you know, that kind of thing. And I got a book. I, I got tons of books. You know, I've read all the Joe Dispenza, all these mystic stuff. But I got a book that some people might know. It's, it's Aleister Crowley. It's a magician, like a, a dark, people say dark magic. But mm. in prison, a lot of people seek the darker stuff to empower them. They feel so. Anyway, so they have a lot of books on that stuff. So I was just reading it. I wasn't trying to like be some that dark magician, but I was reading this first spell, which is claimed to come like you um, in this book. It's the Solomon's key. And they teach that like the mystics that if you master these, these aspects of consciousness, they're all you like you learn to rule your reality, right? Like the story goes that King Solomon built the temple of solomon by enslaving 72 demons into a ring i'm telling you this is what they say so that sounds very strange but when you understand like the psychological aspect of what they're saying and all this stuff it's weird perspective so i'm reading the book thinking oh it's just like a psychology thing you know they're not talking gar you know it's just some people don't get it and i'm reading and it's like this so-and-so um entity will appear and it says sometimes as a human, but usually as a frog toad. And, and it says this. So I'm reading the spell to in my cell, like um, with Travis. And where well, I'm laughing, but Travis is kind of freaked out and looking at me like, who is this guy reading this freaking weird <laughs> shit? I'm like, and I'm just because I, I was like, dude, I know it's okay. You know, kind of like cynical, but also curious. And I left it. I'm like, all right, I'll stop this. I don't need to summon this anymore. And so this is December um, in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And I walk, it's out in Trinidad. And as soon as I walk out from under my unit, a frog, a uh, frog toad jumps right out in front of my path. No joke. Within 10 minutes of me reading that, a frog, I hadn't seen one in 10 years in Colorado. I mean that. <laughs> that was the first frog I'd seen jump like, and it happened right after I finished those words. <laughs> I mean, within like time space, within that time space. Weird, right? But, mm -hmm. and so Travis was really freaked out at that point. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> but then I said to him, Travis, I'm like, dude, if we can do that with this supposedly darker stuff, why can't we just do that with everything? Like mm -hmm. every good thing, everything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's, dark little spirit you know i never got bothered by that demon or anything but um i learned it was a lesson that showed me something mysterious is going on you know like there's way more to this universe mm -hmm. and um so anyway that law of vibration led me to um you know like i've told you i i left prison two years way earlier way earlier i got out suddenly i mean all the mystical magical stuff occurred after i started applying this law of vibration um so for you brody what do you think like what do you do when you manifest what's your favorite way to vibrate what do you do well i think of it probably in a little bit more of a logical way but like i always think like we attract what we 
don't want and what we want into our yeah. lives. And yes. that that's very simple for me because I've attracted, unfortunately, a lot of bad things uh, into my mm-hmm. life over the years. But that of is course. that's exactly how I learned, like you said, yeah. that, Those... oh, my, it goes both ways. And I was like, yeah. okay, I was thinking to myself, like, I'm not a I'm not a good person or something like that mm. or or like for example like you're I, unworthy. I, I grew up wanting to be like a tough guy um like af- after my puberty because I didn't want to get picked on anymore and yeah. so I started to listen to rap music with my friends this this <laughs> yeah, is the yeah. ne- this is negative law vibration anyway <laughs> North but, Carolina this throw your shirt up isn't that where you're from right Pete. like Hillica <laughs> you know, <laughs> motherfucker but uh, one you song. know, and so I went to. By the time I got to college, I was listening to gangster rap all the time, and eventually I started selling drugs. Um, mm-hmm. And um, eventually, long story short, I I got robbed at gunpoint. Uh, you know, and I um mm-hmm. I, I went to jail and things like that. And uh, you know, yeah. It, it, and so really, I I was becoming some something that I never was in my heart i was never a a mean guy in my heart i was always caring and empathetic but i was just so tired of sense yeah i was so tired of others like kind of thinking that they're better than me and i knew they were not better than me and um so yeah back to the positivity it was more as if learn you know i had these bad things happen in my life but then um I had a health issue with my brain. Um, mm. I'm not going to go into yeah. it too deeply, but I had, yeah, to have, cool. I had to have brain surgery. And um, after yeah. that brain surgery, there was just uh, a friend of my mom's introduced me to uh, Joe Dispenza and his work. And yeah. it just it just connected me to meditation. The more yeah. I meditated, I really learned how to use this positive law of vibration into my favor um yeah and doubt doubt i i i know now that doubt is um keeps me away from my manifestations Um, oh yeah it's like the one thing i think that stops everyone is like the reason we're not creating utopias and stuff is that little fear mechanism which for me is literally shutting off the manifestation like jesus says you can only serve one master I either serve the manifestation of love or I don't, or I switch. Like he says, you'll either hate one and love the other. Like you switch back and forth between this, like manifesting this fear reality or the love reality. And most of us have a bit of mixing of both. And you're supposed to without, without this fear of this resistance, reality wouldn't be quite as free as we think, you know? Right. Um, That sounds horrible, but it's true. Like for me, like openness, infinity allows for all things. So, but with doubt, man, that feeling has been one I've had to learn to, like, not get angry at. Because, like, my, you know, I use, you know, anger is a very powerful redirecting emotion. And, um, you know, I remember when I started manifesting, like, consciously and going into my heart, I had to clear my trauma and pain to become a clear manifester. And that sounds really weird, but it's not. You cannot, you're, you get hijacked by belief systems, by fears, by all these other things, which literally takes away your Kundalini, your, 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 your energy to create, I would say not, yeah. you know, that fire 
goes into all these other things. And um, so learning to be centered, right, and slow down and grounded and clearing the stuff like I know you, your calmness is, I didn't know you before the brain surgery or anything, but I do know me before my spiritual brain surgery, you know? Yeah. And um, so I can imagine. But so Joe Dispenza, awesome. I um, have read many of his books. I The one that I started with early and my mom, always wise, right? Sends mm-hmm. me a book, um, Becoming Supernatural. Yep. Um, yeah, that book, great stuff. He shares, if I remember correctly, his story with some spinal injury. Yeah, so apparently he at one point had got into an accident where like Wheeler had just ran him over when he was at a race and it yeah. it, it uh, severed his spinal cord and yeah. what he said was that he was in the hospital bed and he, he they were told him he would never walk again and from yeah. there he um he just said oh, what what do I have to lose so he started visualizing himself Mm -hmm. healing uh something that they said could never happen and when he um recovered from that injury that's when he got into neuroscience and things like that and uh was was happy to share this information with others yeah i think it's i think he those the information he has sorry bit my tongue there still learning how to re-talk again like like clearly and get rid of any like retain like i you know with the teeth implant change stuff like learning to talk so yeah i get some insecurity about it sometimes so back to joe dispenza if anyone is check check him out if you're listening to it like that book is amazing um i totally love he's more he'll give you more of the science like the stuff a lot of people like medical information on it and he'll talk but he will bring up the spiritual power of like the pineal gland in meditation yeah those things like mm-hmm. this is something I've learned about the pineal gland in the heart. It's that, you know, the third eye is the heart's eye. Okay. That sounds weird, but the third eye is the eye of the heart. So when you close your eyes and you're meditating, right. And you're bringing up that third eye, which if you've ever noticed when you close your eyes, right. And you, and you're in, when you have a third eye vision, there's no depth perception to them. They're like flat. <laughs> it's like these pictures play through. Did you ever, um, let me ask you about the third eye too, before I go into that. Do you know like what your third eye vision is compared to your mind's eye vision? Yeah. It's just a deeper, deeper, sense, yeah, yeah. D- deeper than the So what eye. we'll notice with the third eye is when you actually close your eyes and you start clearing like people, like I see colors behind my eyes all the time and no, not with the light shining in like, uh, it's turned into like a, a very like, like honestly, like ultraviolet color coming through. Honestly, like your third, maybe your third eye can pick up infrared or something because it seems like there's some sort of color tone there. But what I see in there is the third eye. Like um, when you dream and meditate, like they get very clear, like like projector images rather than injector images. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, um, they're projected outward rather than like this concept that you're thinking of projecting. It's all steps of creation. So the third eye, as you clear your heart trauma, this is why I'm saying this, um, gets more clear as you work on your heart stuff. So like, you know how the vagus nerve when you're truly smiling is open? Think of Buddha. Think of the Buddha smile, the Buddha happiness. They're smiling. Open heart, open mind, right? Think about it. So 
that you've thought about this with your with your seizures, right? Learning mm-hmm. to smile when you feel it coming on. These new techniques you're trying, and they're not medical advice, but I'm just talking yeah, about like yeah. to change vibration, like right. what you've done. Yeah, and it's still something I'm working with to be completely transparent. Um, I did oh, notice. It always will. Yeah, yeah I, it always will. But I mean, like, especially for, I, I don't call them seizures. I call them no names. Um, okay, okay, it, I can Because do that. Vi- vibrationally, it, it, it feels better to me. Um, yeah, I and, don't like using the word uh, cancer. The, the I think it has this mantra, and I've been trying to remove the negative mantra it has with me, you know, and my family and stuff and make it less just so it's just, it's the word. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. And I think that it's, it's interesting that, um, right. Smiling and visualizing and all these interesting things. Like you're talking about the mind's eye and the third eye. It's like when you see from the mind's eye, um, it's more of like a 3d, um, or maybe even 2D ish. And when with the, the third eye visions, it's more of like 4D to 5D. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when I say two dimensional, like, so I'm joking because that's what I interpret it that way. Like, um, third eye visions are very wild and they can be like play in front of your eyelids, like movies too. Um, have you, you've had that happen when you're like <laughs> closing your eyes and stuff that, you know, a lot of, um, like substances will do that third eye will activate the third eye um things like that but in truth like me i do it all like naturally now and i'm grateful for that you know i don't need ayahuasca or things like that but vibration i want to get back so i bring up the third eye just because that is part of manifestation like that Mm -hmm. is part of reality creation so for me my steps i always like i tell you bring it into my heart i bring in the love and i bring in what i love and then I start to create because, you know, it's just easier for me. I can't start manifesting when I'm in fear is why I'm saying that. Right. You got to you got to feel peaceful and, you know, to get to the visualization stage. But what do you do? Just let me give ask you for a breakdown on your your process, like in the morning when you're just manifesting a good life. Yeah, for me, I wake up pretty early in the morning. I enjoy it now. I get a. Uh, to my safe space, my couch, and we, mm-hmm. we turn on a guided meditation, my wife mm. and I, and beautiful. it just sets the tone for the rest of the day. And um, if I'm really trying to go deep into the meditations and things, um, I try to draw that energy from my first center all the way up to my brain. And, okay. And squeeze. How do you do that? Um, so it's a dispensa technique as well. Yeah, I've but, heard uh, of it. I'm but so to explain it a little. It's it's actually Kundalini. Um, he got it from the yogis and mystics. But yeah, so Kriya you, Yoga. Kriya Yoga, exactly. And so basically, you uh, exhale completely, like I'm doing. I'm li- I'm listening. So I'm closing and then eyes. you inhale as as much as you can, as strong as you can up all the way to the top of your brain and you squeeze at the same time, squeeze the lower areas like your, um, uh, you know, your sexual organs at first, and then you go up a little, your yeah. guts start squeezing yeah. there, yeah. squeeze, squeeze and squeeze. And, um, doing this supposedly secretes DMT, um, through your yeah, pine- pineal, pineal gland. 
Yeah, I remember him saying that somehow the movement of the muscles move like fluid pressing upon the pineal gland or something. I don't know right. the details, but the truth is I know that will work if people do it correctly. I also know lots of methods work like that will will help people. I know that method. Um, is, I love white waking up and doing meditations like that. And Joe Dispenza, like I haven't actually practiced it in detail. Like I practice other methods. So all that I know is what I've read more and a little bit of practice. So I'm not, you know, I just, and my YouTube videos I've watched from the guy a lot randomly. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a Korea yoga practice, but Dispenza, what his genius was, was, Justifying it and showing the scientific aspects for yes. people like like me who like to to know that uh, that science. Well, yeah, I I think it's important to know. I love to know that stuff too. I really do. I love them. I love all of it. Um, so with that, I would say just like in the law of vibration for me, I practice more of a law. What's called the law of assumption. Um, it comes from a mystic called Neville Goddard. Um, but he teaches that pretty much we are creating like there's we're never not creating even our lack of creation is a creation and this is what we i've learned like the power of my words everything i do is always creating even when i think i'm just sitting in my bed not you know my thoughts are creating so exactly i just i just have learned to live in the knowing like my heart that process you just said opening that breathing as deep as you can <gasps> And getting all that energy up, there's that vagus nerve opening. And when you breathe deep, you feel it expand. And it, for me, I feel my whole upper right side of my body and left expand equally. Not one contorted, one the other way. And you can actually hear that. It's like the gasp of death that you do when you're dying. But it's like, a, you know, that gasp. That part is like the whole vagus nerve opening and clearing kind of a way. For me, like the breath. It only clears when I open that deep part, though. So it's it's also the breath of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I say the breath of death. When people are dying, they make that breath. Of yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And I've made it. So, um, but yeah. So I do that, and I vibrate. I live in the assumption that I am, and I am love in these things. And it was very. Remember, I started a lot of it. In, prison i didn't have a way to call people i didn't have a way to see youtube videos i had to practice all of this in my interaction i know in man. the way yeah you like you when you did your you were controlled by the system you practice it in a different way and i yeah. know that as i cleared my crappy stuff and it didn't have to clear everything to become a master manifester but i'm telling you this is what ha happened i lived in that art space Literally, DOC, I started there, and I started sending love to everyone because every time I got hit with anger, fear, resistance, it stopped my, my bliss. So I started noticing my trauma, these people. All of it started interrupting that, that vibration. Did you so start that process in prison through a book? Was it a book that inspired you? My, so, yeah, I was saying my mom, no, years ago, I got a book, random books at the right time, when, even when I wasn't healthy. But they were just periods of time where I got healthy, read, and then lost it again. You know, the relapse cycle in a way. And The Four Agreements was a wonderful, easy book to start. Um, I'll list those, you know, references for people. But The Four Agreements really helped me change my perspective, right? Um, 
Then there was books like Russell Brand wrote a book about his version of the 12 steps. And when I was still kind of entangled into those ideas, that helped me to get away from it. Um, lots of lots of books. They all helped me. But I did start practicing what I was reading. I didn't just say, this is a good book. I'm going to do No, I practiced what I was preaching. And even when I was telling people, yeah, we live in an illusion, they would look at the prison walls and hit it are these walls illusions? And I'm like, well, are they, you know, like, <laughs> like, because you get straight questions. That's the cynic. That's why I'm so defiant toward um, doubt now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, we can do anything. Don't you feel it? Like that we are the creators that our words have power that, you know, like I do. And so that's why I do this podcast. That's why I move forward is we are super powerful vibrational creating beings, you know, and whether you see it from a psychological level, like the depth of the manifestation, the law of vibration, it's up to you. It could just be like, you know, you send love out your heart and people treat you better. The yeah. law of vibration is up to you how far you take it. But I guarantee like does attract like, you know, it's a total, it's, it's, it's true. You know, just like this is another thing in um, chemistry, like usually dissolves like. So that's something to always remember, like with when you're getting stuck in bad people, bad people and not dissolve, like destroys the good stuff. So like those are some people like really weird vibrational things that I don't know. I've been paying attention to the past few years. (laughs) Well, well, here's the thing, man. Um, Everybody's probably heard of the movie, The Secret. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. And for me, for me, they're explaining what we're explaining but they they failed they did it in a way that was not coherent enough or something of that it nature. was just sent us like it was ins- it had its inspiring feelings but as soon as you stopped watching the show you lost the feeling like right. it was such a karmic thing like i can do anything and the next day no i can't you know like <laughs> literally like it was a yeah. like they say in the show a ping pong match but now it's it's nothing to do with like this manifestation. Can we do it? I believe it. I don't give a honestly what anyone else believes. I absolutely, without a doubt, would take a bullet to my brain if someone said, I'm going to shoot you. If you don't. No, I know this belief. I know my heart has shown me. My heart vibrated at freedom from prison. I got out early, on, like suddenly, like chosen out of 20, like literally out of 20,000. Wow. And I wasn't like it was like 200 people out of 20,000 right and I wasn't even supposed to be on the list so I I'm telling you this shit is magic the system even the even the legal system can change with this wow and that's why how is that for manifestation right there dude wow it's, it's amazing I will never question that stuff so i mean i'll question everything but i'll always i know my power i know your power and so let's, uh, I mean, honestly, let's end the podcast there. Just talk about yep. vibration. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. All right, Brody. I will uh, talk to you later. It was cool All listening right. to this. All right. Bye. All right.